0: Guys, welcome to this week's and our final episode of Freedom Fanatics for the year. I am your stand-in host, Alex, standing in for stolen. Uh, And with me, I have colleagues, comrades of the Freedom Revolution, Wiley and Herman. And today, we are going to be doing a little bit of a reflection on, on the year that's been, uh, as you know, we launched this year in June, June the 1st. Um, and so it's been, a, it's been a bit of a journey for us. Um and I hope for you it's been one that you have been thrilled to be a part of. Um so just to kick things off, we're just gonna chat a little bit about what uh, what our experience has been, um and some, some key takeaways. So Herman, as a director fan, um, you know, it's uh, it's quite a quite a difficult thing to conceive of uh of, of, of a of a of essential content roster um you know, making sure that your, your principles are 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 solid, um and that, you know, you sort of setting this this fan ship in the in this the rough seas of South African social media for starters. Um but with an objective to to make people hopeful about the future of South Africa um and also entertain and educate uh do you feel we 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 sailing the the seas with our with our mast up? Yeah, yeah, I definitely think
1: so. The, the first thing is uh, get a good crew, um, and and I think I I think I've achieved that. Uh, except Cholan, you know, sometimes he's just such a liability. No, I'm kidding, brilliant, uh, brilliant guy. But he he knows I just you know uh, give him give him hell for uh, I don't know perhaps just being. A potent young man but, uh, with yeah. a with a voice for freedom but the um the thing is it became clear uh over the last few years um what I think was needed um and South Africa has a rich history of yes. um you know freedom based ideologies freedom based think tanks freedom based political parties and various you know <sighs> calibrations of success but one thing that South Africa has been sort of Lacking um especially I think in the last thirty years um, is something that makes freedom digestible accessible that that takes it to the basics in a in a busy lifestyle um because what we set out from the beginning was yes, we want sort of a youth audience, a younger audience because we're trying to invest as it we're upstream from the future we want to see, but we also want to shoot broader than that and just if you're if you're a a student if you're a high school learner our content should appeal to you but also if you are just you know a parent or someone with a hell of a lot of things to worry about in south africa kids a mortgage a job you know uh, paying bills getting groceries so the idea really became clear from the circumstances that south africans don't quite appreciate i think always what freedom is and what the power of it is and that's why you know it became about freedom advocacy and network to connect and you know empower build connect and i think you know we've launched this journey um i'm pretty happy we've reached almost two million people in these first few months 10 million social media impressions
0: early days but solid days no, absolutely. absolutely. And Mali, before I come to you, I just, Herman, I one thing a, a lot of people don't know behind the scenes how much, how much you are involved in messaging and ensuring that we're a, actually able to communicate ideas because, you know, we've got this, this tough thing of we, we can go on and, and, and slam corruption and talk yeah. about COVID and all these newsy things and sick <coughs> stuff, but we're dealing with ideological stuff. And just one thing what's the one thing with the sort of formulation of messaging and trying to sell? You know, the ideas of, of classical liberalism, of freedom, of uh, self-reliance, that all those good things. Uh, in terms of the feedback that you've gotten um, and, and the sort of the, the, the metrics as you see them, what, what's the one thing this year that's really s- struck you um, as how people have reacted to our content, whether it be an explainer video, a quote card, a podcast, a clip, uh, a tweet? Yeah. So, um, I mean, one could look at
1: the stats, the, the hundreds of thousands of people that have clicked onto our website, the millions of people that have seen our content. Um, and those are good metrics and they are tasty metrics. We can look at the fact that some of the leading liberal politicians or freedom loving politicians in South Africa, you know, liked our stuff, shared our stuff, commented on our stuff. Um, we can look at the fact that some international figures of the freedom loving movement across the world in America and the UK, even the Middle East, Um, have you know engaged with our content and all of those things are nice and good and they you know they make it at the end of the day lacquer to do this but the one the one endorsement that still makes my heart glow to this moment um, is a friend of one of our colleagues sent a dm to them saying you know guys you are saying some important stuff um, some useful stuff, some powerful stuff. And what made it so much more valuable is this guy wasn't a politician, wasn't involved in politics. Mm-hmm. He's like the ordinary, run-of-the-mill, decent South African we are trying to reach. The fact that you could reach one, one person and get them to mm-hmm. say, you know, you guys are saying worthwhile stuff by just pounding on about the fact that freedom is worth fighting for. I mean, that 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 warms my heart as I sit here now. So there's great stuff and great metrics. But that one DM, that one Instagram DM, you know, I think I'll think that that's my CV. That's going to be my. CV. <laughs> sure,
0: going to put that on a, on a fan mug and sell it as merchandise. Uh, but for you, I mean, obviously, you know, you've taken charge of burning questions. Um, also, behind the scenes, there's a lot of content that you deal with um, and in case anybody didn't know this back home, Mbali does read all your comments <laughs> um, and she knows all your dirty secrets. Mbali, um, oh, well. for you, what's the... I mean, as you know, you've hosted some pretty big deals. I mean, we've had Pete LaRue, we've had Russell and Bertie, we've had Tony Leon, we've had su- some uh, some representatives from the Institute of Race Relations with very big personalities and stuff. Herman, what's the, Herman. You know? um, mm. And... Um, <laughs> What uh, for you? What's you know? What's been your biggest takeaway this year? Um, in terms of, you know, the ideas that we've been talking about. You know, it's not something that's that's necessarily been been done before.
2: Mm, definitely. I think for me, first of all, it's um, obviously the power of social media. The fact that um, we can use something that is so like so big right now and um, the message that we, we've packaged, the message that we're bringing out. I think the last time I spoke to Herman, I was like, uh, we we are the, the preachers. <laughs> we bring the gospel to the people. And it's so amazing to see young people um, engaging with us, young people saying, as Herman is saying, guys, your message is very important. And for someone like me who's i care about politics but i don't really care but that's not what we're talking about right now um and to be in this space and to be doing what um we are doing right now i think number one really grateful number two um i learned quite a lot um from from hosting burning questions as well also behind the scenes of um the production and stuff uh so i think I'm proud
0: of us. That's what I'll say. Hmm. And yeah, I do read everyone's comments. And you guys are weird. But anyway. <laughs> it, takes one t- it takes a weirder to know, you know. But, uh, yeah, That I is mean, true. I mean, the, the thing is, I mean, in Bali, when we sort of look at what to tackle on Burning Questions, and, uh, you know, everyone has quite an exciting episode to look forward to tomorrow. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, for me, I mean, the fact that, um, you know, in on TikTok, we've got people discussing race-based policies, the merits, or lack thereof, of BE. We've got people Mm -hmm. discussing property rights on on TikTok, which I think is actually really, really cool, Um, and I think there's a lot for people to, to sort of take from that. Um, Yeah. Herman, looking towards next year, before we look at some of the content from this year, um, what, what would, what should, what should people look out for you know not not in terms of oh this this event is happening, and obviously yeah. this year we had riots and and that sort of stuff um okay. but in all the things that we've tried to communicate to people sort of trying to unpack like uh corruption as a symptom rather than a cause of of uh sort of diminishing returns, poor incomes uh, failing education systems, et cetera et cetera um what, what do you think? What do you think it will be important for people to, to protect next year in terms of perhaps their civil liberties, things to look out for from government? Just in, in a tweet, what should people be concerned about?
1: Yeah, I think people should be concerned about the fact that they themselves um, have been unengaged in politics for so long that they don't know where the on switch is. Yeah. Um, it, it, it is a bit like riding a bicycle. Um, I think once you get going on it, you know, you might wobble a few times, but you will start peddling and you will start getting somewhere. And if there's one thing that should keep South Africans up at night, um, it's the fact that we could have changed this country yesterday. We could have changed it the day before. Things could have started going better a month ago, a week ago, a year ago. But we couldn't get ourselves to quite engage on the level that we want to and without being you know petty about it or, or guilt trippy about it i'm part of that group that that sort of yeah. let it slip yeah. but if we can yeah you know, uh, perhaps this dates me a bit but if we can care about how much your mother um or you know the big bang theory or game mm-hmm. of thrones or gray's anatomy or, or if we can follow those developments become emotionally invested to such a degree that we start conversations about what's happening to this character what's happening to that character oh that should never happen that if if if, if those narratives are important for us enough to become emotionally involved in and care about what happens and tune in when we want to find out what happens if we can get that level of care and that level of love and that level of concern for our country for our communities for our rights for our freedoms my word 2022 will be the greatest year ever. But if there's one yeah. thing that we should watch out for,
0: it is our own.
1: Ah, it's someone else's problemness.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. no, for sure. I mean, yeah. obviously, there's there's always cause cause for concern in South Africa. Mm. Uh, but in Bali, what um, you know, looking looking ahead to what content we might cover next year, um, mm. what 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 do you think? what do you think people should be excited about? Um, not, not, not so much in, in a, in a sort of, uh, how can I put this in a, in a sort of, you know, on a personal, on a personal level for short, sure, we, we, you know, we want people to, to get involved. Um, yeah. but you know, why, you know, why should people, you know, be, be excited, be excited to, you know, yeah. empower, build connect, to be a part of fan, um, yeah yeah but what yeah. what do, what are your thoughts on that?
2: Number one we are just great people, so that should excite <laughs> you. <laughs> let's stop there but I think what what should excite everyone is just that um again I'll repeat the same thing the message that we bring into South Africa and the youth is very very important that mm. should actually say it it should, it should excite you that these people like us who actually care about our country so whatever content we bring out m- like, best believe it's going to be fire content, and
3: you're
2: going to learn a lot. Literally fire, because you know.
3: But no, that's what i talking about. Yeah, okay. literally fire. Uh, as yeah, long
2: exciting as, times ahead.
1: As long as no one gets fired, but perhaps let me geek out for one moment. Um, something that people should become excited about is the problems around us. It's you can't cure a disease if you don't spot the symptoms. It yeah. is a doctor's dream to get a patient with tons of symptoms, because that makes their job of diagnosing, curing, getting to work easier. And if there's one thing that should excite us about South Africa is that the symptoms are becoming clear, clear, clear. That makes the disease is becoming curable. It's in this chaos, in this confusion, that we have the real opportunity to understand what's gone wrong, and what must go right now. And It's always worth remembering that 15th of August 1985, P.W. Buerta with his finger in the air essentially doubled down on Apartheid. If someone had told you on the 16th of August 1985 that less than 10 years from now, Nelson Mandela would be president, the Springboks would win the Rugby World Cup at Ellis Park, and 40,000 white Afrikaans men will be chanting Nelson, Nelson, Nelson as Mandela walks onto the pitch at Ellis Park, people would have laughed... At you and, and thought ah, whatever when well, you know what's this guy smoking mm. less than 10 years later all of that happened and that's the thing that we should really get excited about never believe those in power that say the way things are now is the way they are gonna be the moment yes. you believe that nothing can change you have disqualified the possibility mm. of change so look around you see the problems count yourself lucky That you're in a country where you can build, where you can make a contribution, and you don't have to wonder what's gone wrong. It's all about freedom. It's all about just
2: touch my heart, man. Just touch my heart. That was very powerful. Hermann for president.
0: (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Um, What? uh, Yeah, I I think it's 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 a great point you raise, I mean, and and, you know, just to never never lose hope. And in Bali as well, I think the point of you know, I think there's a lot to be said for the fact that there are people out here who are. You know, I mean, we've, you know, we put, be is bad, and there's mm. problems with the minimum wage in one clip, on one yeah. video. Like it's not, sometimes it's not easy to stand up for for what you believe in, to speak truth yeah. to power, you know, to yeah. dig a little bit beneath the surface. Um, and so you know, that's that's essentially what we we we're gonna keep on keep on doing is, uh, sort of saying saying it how it is have the conversation and i think that's if, if nothing else you know let's let's just get people to to talk about these things yeah. Um, yeah. and you know i think for for, for me personally i think if, if if someone can you know if it's you know standing at a uh, at a braai or whether it's in a on on sitting on the steps at university or or whatever in a classroom in a debate and someone can think of a, a rebuttal or something mm. to 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 sort of take someone on using fan yeah. content. Mm. I think I think we we've we've done done our, our work. Um yeah. and all we're doing is yeah. talking about ideas that uh have become quite quite difficult to to talk about, but uh yeah. we are to 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 start those conversations. So I do think before we sort of wrap up this uh final episode for the year, um I just want to chat very briefly about um, this uh, interview that Mali had with, uh, with Tony Leon, the, the former leader of the Democratic Alliance, um, and the, the official opposition, he spent a lot of time, as, as we will be told, in the video in politics. Um, and interestingly, this was our best performing, uh, our best performing clip uh, of the oh. year. And strangely enough, a very simple take home message. Um, yeah. So, Bali, yeah. before before I flighted, um, I, I just want to know how you felt.
3: Last you know, few we words, sort of, yeah.
0: How you felt talking to to Tony Leon? We said, okay, Bali, <laughs> get an interview. Have this chat about. I think the topic was um, about cabinet ministers yeah. and yeah. competency and merit. That kind yeah. of yeah. stuff. So, yeah. what is behind the scenes? What's going on behind the the oh. cool and calm face? Firstly.
2: Herman has this tendency of just like saying, dude, here's someone I want you to bring on the show. And, you know, I was like, oh, Tony Leon. I think we have a Tony in in the IRR, I think. I'm not sure. But anyway, I thought, oh, that is that person. I'm like, ah, great. Let's go. I got this. So I usually Google like people before, you know, obviously I interview them. When I realized it was Tony Leon, I literally, I think I text Alex. I'm like, dude, is that the same Tony that I'm going to be talking to?
0: It's <laughs> my Wikipedia search correct? <laughs>
2: Yo, it was, it was like, yeah. But I think it was, it was really, not, I really, I was sweating, you know, for the 20, uh, 20 seconds into it, I was sweating. And he was like, "You're so nice. I was like, no, dude, relax. Um, you know, he made me feel like, yeah, I've got this for real. Um. And the clip that, that you're talking about, I think maybe why it performed very well. I think Tony was just speaking to like ordinary South Africans, you know. And I think how he spoke about it was very simple and you know, I think he he he, he touched some hearts for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I think that's what made it best. Um this was the best interview I think I've ever done this year. Yeah.
0: No, for sure. And I think he did really well. And I think Herman, before I flight it and we close off on that note, um, I think I think what's quite important to what, what we try to bear in mind at fan is that uh to sort of look beyond uh, uh sort of labels as some people mm. might might be given. You know, because if we mm. if, if we had looked at this clip and say, Oh, of course people would say, Oh, of course you're interviewing a, a white man or a guy from from the classical liberal side or you're looking from mm. the from the right or whatever, the center, whatever, whatever labels get thrown, that mm. the ideas themselves will stand the the test of time um whether it comes from no matter who who it comes from um uh, yeah yeah, yeah. What no, you no, no, of i
1: think i think that's that's the core of it that's that's the core of how we see being human these days yeah whenever human beings have put the identity of someone above the heart of someone
2: Mm.
1: we've gone backwards whenever we've put the heart and the mind and the humanity what's inside not outside first and foremost we've seen humanity go forwards Um, and if anyone has a problem with tony leon being a white male well let me suggest there's very little he can do about it and i think if you want tony leon to shut up because he's a white man you are essentially telling someone who loves his country shut up do nothing, you have no right to say anything or do anything. You are telling people in this country who love this country that they don't have the right to speak, love it, or care for it, or do something to improve it. So to those people, you know, you come from a long line of Fervurian thinkers if you're going to dismiss someone because of what they look like and who they are. For the rest of us, we're going to care about the country. We're going to care about whether the doctor can... Cure the disease, not what color they are. Mm-hmm. We're gonna care about the fireman. Can he stop the felt fire on Table Mountain? We're not going to go, you know, what what's the colour of your skin? We're going to tell mm-hmm. kids, you know, go to the best teacher, not to the whitest teacher or the blackest teacher. If yeah. you want to have that conversation, I mean the 1950s and the National Party will welcome you with open arms. But South Africa in the 21st century, now we don't need you here and we don't want yeah. you here.
0: Yes, sir. No. Absolutely. And I think on that point, I think, you know, if you want to fight fires for freedom, Fan is here. And yeah, we want you along on this journey. So it would be remiss of me not to, not to uh, ask you to, you know, visit our website, have a look around, see, see what's for you, whether it's in TikTok, in a TikTok video, whether it's in an Instagram quote card, whether it's a YouTube video, whether it's a Facebook clip, you name it, There's there's bound to be something for you that you can digest when and where you want to. So, I think um on that note we're going to play out this last clip which essentially speaks to what we want you at home to do um in at least part, in in part at least um and remember getting involved doesn't mean taking up public office it doesn't mean um you know throwing eggs and tomatoes on the steps <laughs> of the union buildings um or burning down campuses and burning books um yeah. so on that note, guys, um, thank you so much for for what has been a really, really, really cool experience. A really awesome twenty twenty one, despite all that has gone on. Uh, we are we are definitely uh, excited to to keep bringing you guys great content, and we look forward to hearing from you. So if you ever have anything that you guys would like to see, anything you'd like to hear, uh, please do get in touch. Uh, you know, slide into our DMs. Um, or leave a nasty comment if you really want to get Mbali's attention um, and build a fire in her heart. So, on that note, guys, thank you so much. And, uh, yeah, let's play out our clip from our best performing clip of the year.
3: Mbali, we do need good people to go into public life uh, because yeah. with, in their absence, we will continue with the same level of mediocritization and dysfunctionality that South Africans experience, unfortunately, as part of their daily lived reality. So, you know, I would appeal through your platform to people to involve themselves. I mean, I I spent, uh, although I come from a private sector background and I have been gone back into the private sector, I spent 27 years of my life uh, in politics and in the public sector and it was more rewarding than it was frustrating. So, I, I, yeah. not that my example necessarily means anything beyond my own experience, yeah. but, but I would commend a career of, of four people to actually involve themselves in a country and a community that they want to yeah. change in. Yeah,
0: definitely,
3: definitely.